Welcome to the BizTimes MKE Podcast and another episode of the Weekly Debrief. I'm Arthur Thomas, Managing Editor at BizTimes Media, and I'm joined on the Weekly Debrief, as always, by BizTimes Editor Andrew Wyland. Andrew, how are you doing today? I'm in a pretty good mood today. Um, I found out I'm getting an award, so it doesn't happen every day, and it makes you happy. Certainly. Andrew is a finalist. Uh, at the Milwaukee Press Club's annual awards for a story on Intel almost picking Wisconsin, uh, which was one we actually talked about in this podcast. Yep. And uh, also our real estate reporter, uh, Cara Spoto, is a finalist for her story on the uh, efforts to bring more housing to Sheboygan County. Yeah, workforce housing. Yep, certainly. And and companies being involved in in that effort. Mm-hmm. Um so we'll find out uh what what color the award is, gold, bronze, or silver, um come May. But uh certainly exciting to be a finalist in, in the press club awards. So good news there. Uh let's get started with our insider story spotlight. That is a chance for us to highlight some of the stories that are available only to BizTimes insiders. If you are already an insider, thank you very much. We really do appreciate that support. It helps make our work possible. If you're not an insider, please consider subscribing. The equivalent of $9 a month will get you access to all of the stories on our site, including those uh, award-winning ones we just mentioned and many others. And you also get discounted admissions to some of our events and other insider benefits. So please do consider it. Go to biztimes.com and click on the subscribe button. Andrew, what is your insider story spotlight this week? We had an interesting story this week about Regalware, which is a manufacturer. Um, their headquarters is in Kewaskum. They have a plant in West Bend. And we got an announcement from the village of Kewaskum uh, this week that said that the village was is buying the headquarters from Regalware uh, for the purpose of doing a civic center project, a new, a new village hall, a new police station library, um, using the, the regal Ware headquarters for that. And what was also, so that's just unusual and curious, but what was also very curious was that they, the, the village was saying that regal Ware is planning to move the employees from the headquarters to Northwestern Milwaukee County. And they didn't specifically say the headquarters of the company are moving to northwestern Milwaukee County, but uh, the company, we weren't able to get a comment from the company, but the village saying they're moving those employees to Milwaukee County. So that's presumably the headquarters moving to Milwaukee County. And when you say northwestern Milwaukee County, well, that's the city of Milwaukee. That's, you know, if you look at a map, northwestern Milwaukee County, if you're truly at Northwestern Milwaukee County, that's all city of Milwaukee. Um, so I guess we're going to have to wait and see how this plays out, if that's actually what happens. But we could be seeing the Regal Ware headquarters moving to the northwest, far northwest side of the city of Milwaukee, maybe. Or Yeah. That, that, that remains to be seen how that plays out, but that's very interesting. There's a few uh, office towers on the northwest side of Milwaukee that, that jumped to mind immediately. Right. That park place uh, area. Park place where A.O. Smith has their headquarters. 
Um, but there's other offices around the area as well. So certainly we'll be interested to keep, keep an eye on what happens there. My insider story spotlight this week is one that you had, Andrew, a nice scoop for you, um, reporting, uh, Thursday afternoon that London based insurance service company Willis Towers Watson is planning to establish an office in downtown Milwaukee. Uh, I kind of piece this together from some documents and some sources and uh, different things. So um, there looks like they're going to be moving into the Associated Bank River Center at 111 East Kilbourne Avenue. Um, not a huge office, 4,800 square feet, but um, certainly a name company uh, choosing to make to have a presence in downtown Milwaukee. Yeah, so what I thought was interesting about this, and I haven't been able to confirm that, well, this company has an office in Brookfield. And I guess it's a logical presumption, perhaps, is that they're moving the Brookfield office. It's their only Wisconsin office. It's a it's a multinational, and this is a massive company. Um, they do business in 140 com- countries around the world. This is their only in Brookfield. They have their only Wisconsin office. Um, so the fact that we've found plans for them to create an office in downtown Milwaukee leads one to assume, but I don't have that confirmed from anybody, but it seems logical. They're planning to move the Brookfield office downtown. Um, what we do know is that back in 2012, they previously had their local office in Wauwatosa. And at that time, they moved to Brookfield, to this building in Brookfield. It's on Executive Drive, to a 26,000-square-foot space. They had 110 um, Milwaukee-area employees at the time. So now they're establishing an office that's just under 5,000 square feet, so quite a bit smaller. And, you know, again, again, if we're assuming they're leaving Brookfield, um, it's just kind of an interesting sign of the times with office space that – well, if a lot of people still working remotely are working in hybrid fashion, we're seeing companies not giving up their office space. At least not all of them are. Many aren't. Some are investing in new offices like this. But in a lot of cases, it's maybe a smaller office. Maybe it's in a location that they think will be more attractive to try to get employees to come in. Or at least when they do come in, it's an engaging environment to work together. And so maybe, you know, Again, it's kind of speculative because the company isn't talking, but you know, it's it sort of follows that trend of moving from the suburbs to downtown, reducing the office space footprint because maybe you don't have as many employees in the office every day, but you're trying to create maybe an interesting downtown location. That's sort of my theory beyond the straight story that is this company is establishing an office downtown and. That's kind of my theory as to why they're doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that back and forth between, you know, suburban office space, downtown office space, you mix in remote work and how much space companies need or not need and trying to make the office a place that people want to come, throw in the the battle for talent, the challenges of of attracting people. It's, you know, an an interesting thing to kind of watch and, and see the different moving pieces in the office market um throughout the region so yeah so even though it's not a big deal size wise it's for all those reasons interesting to see you know a move like this 
Certainly. Well, speaking of uh, giant global companies making commitments to downtown Milwaukee, uh, let's move to our big story of the week, which is news that uh, Baird um, will be the naming rights sponsor for downtown Milwaukee's convention center. The What is currently known as the Wisconsin Center will become known as the Baird Center. Um, once the uh, $456 million expansion project is complete in the spring of next year. Uh, so we have known that they, the Wisconsin Center District, the entity that oversees the Wisconsin Center, the Miller High Life Theater, uh, the UWM Panther Arena, um, and a few other things, uh, we had known they were looking uh, for naming rights and had been working um, to secure those. Listeners may recall that the Wisconsin Center uh, has had a number of names over the years, uh, starting off life as the uh, Midwest Express Center when that uh, former iconic Milwaukee airline was was still a thing. And the center opened in 1998 under that name. It became the Midwest Airlines Center in 2002 and then became the Frontier Airlines Center in 2010 um, when Frontier Airlines bought Midwest. Uh, For a brief period, it was also known as the Delta Airlines Center uh, or the Delta Center, um, to be specific. Um, But then Delta terminated that deal in 2013. So it's been the Wisconsin Center ever since. And now we have a new name for it, the Baird Center. That. It doesn't roll off the tongue too bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, I think it's the very interesting just next chapter in the real positive momentum that has been gained at the Wisconsin Center under the leadership of Marty Brooks. You mentioned, okay, this convention center was first built in 1998, and then there was an expansion a few years after that. And there was always planned a third phase of that expansion that just never got built just for years and years and years. It just sort of lingered out there and was talked about, but never moved forward. Uh, With Marty Brooks leading the Wisconsin center district, he was the one that was really able to get that project going $456 million expansion, as you mentioned, which is under construction constructions ongoing over there. And, then there's the whole naming rights issue. The fact that the this convention center had a naming rights deal and uh you know a few different names and then it didn't it didn't have a naming rights deal and hasn't had a naming rights deal for 10 years. And that's you know an important source of revenue for the convention center and the Wisconsin Center District, which includes other buildings, including the uh the Miller High Life Theater and the UWM Panther Arena. Um, so that's an important source of revenue for them that they haven't been able to get. And they've, they've wanted, obviously, to find a new naming rights sponsor. And now they finally have one, which seems to be just because of this momentum. You have a beautiful new expanded facility that's going to be completed next year. You have, I think, exciting momentum from, in particular, having the Republican National Convention coming to Milwaukee, which, although that will mainly be based at Pfizer Forum, 
that's also going to use the convention center quite a bit. And I know that Milwaukee's, you know, visitors and tourism uh, officials are very excited about using the RNC as a way to position Milwaukee as a great convention destination. You kind of combine the national and international recognition the city is going to get from hosting that event with the fact they're going to have a newly expanded facility to use for that event, but then also just show off and market for future conventions. Um, they're very excited about that, about the possibility of, of bringing more conventions in. And I think having all that going on makes it now a much more attractive facility to put your corporate name on. And Baird seems to think so because here they are planning to do a, ready to do a deal with the, with the Wisconsin Center District to put their name on this building. Absolutely. And I think, I mean, one piece, we don't have the financial terms of the deal quite yet. So, you know, there's always that question, okay, how much did they, did they end up paying for this? Maybe it was at the right price where they felt they could make this commitment. But, you know, I have to think that, you know, Marty and and the team at the Wisconsin Center weren't going to just do a deal just to do a deal. It doesn't seem like that's the case here. But it probably in 10 years. I don't know. Yeah. What's another year or two, you know, at that point? I don't know. (laughs) Um, But, you know, the other thing, you know, Baird making that kind of commitment, uh, you know, certainly a big Milwaukee employer, a a name and a a growing company. They did a pretty big acquisition last year, I believe it was. But, you know, for them to step up, you know, and and you see between Baird, you have, um, Northwestern Mutual with what they've done with their headquarters campus. You have uh, Milwaukee Tool. You have a lot of big name companies making investments in of uh, various investments. I'm not trying to equate uh, a naming rights on a convention center to a uh, a billion dollars in investment in a downtown campus. But um, you know, Fiserv moving their headquarters to downtown Milwaukee and putting their name on the Fiserv Forum. Um, a lot of companies putting their investment in, in Milwaukee and kind of cool to see that Baird is now stepping up and amongst those. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're going to have a great downtown, you really need your, your, the leaders of your corporate business community to, you know, to invest in that downtown and in why does downtown matter? Why is downtown important? Well, I mean, it's really the economic core anchor heart, however you want to put it of your region and, you know, it, it, it's important to have a strong downtown if you're going to compete with other regions in the country and around the world for businesses and for talent and for quality of life and all that. So um, it's important to have our business community put, um, invest in and support and engage in the downtown. And so, yeah, it's great to see all these examples that you've named and Here's the latest example. Absolutely. Well, that will do it for this week on the BizTimes MKE podcast and the weekly debrief. We'll continue to follow the progress of the Wisconsin Center District and all these other big stories moving forward. Uh, until next time, thanks for joining me as always, Andrew. All righty. This is Dan Meyer with BizTimes Media. You've been listening to the BizTimes MKE podcast. For more business news and insights, be sure to go to biztimes.com and subscribe to any of our daily e-newsletters and our magazine, BizTimes Milwaukee.